Welcome to season two of Becoming. This is episode 103. We're back. Welcome to Becoming, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. We are your hosts, Tawny Beardall and Erica Peterson. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> we are back. My goodness, that was a longer break than we intended. It, it was, but it was, it, it was every bit of the break that we needed, and we're just yeah. excited to be here. So, No kidding. This is exciting. And that... I have missed my time with you, Erica, and I'm just excited to be able to get back into this and keep growing. I've, I was just telling Erica before we hit record that I feel like I've been kind of stagnant and in a fog these past couple months, and I know that this podcast helps push me, so I'm really excited to get back at it. Yeah, this is both of our way to like push ourselves and learn and grow, so we're just as much of learners as each of you are. Let's talk a little bit about what we've been doing. Do you want to talk about that? Okay, so why don't you start with saying what you've been up to since then? Oh man, so I've been working really hard with Heather with Aligned Ambition, which we've talked about many times. If you've listened to many episodes at all, then you probably have heard something about Aligned Ambition. Um, And Heather introduced us to strengths-based coaching, strengths-based guidance for careers. She's been working on a lot of really great courses and classes, and she does a lot of coaching. And so what we've been working on is helping get some of her materials and her classes into more of an online format. So that's been really fun, really cool, and so rewarding to be able to kind of create this place that will allow for more people to be able to meet with her because she was doing one-on-ones and now this is something that can be given to anybody and they can kind of do it at their own pace. So So it's like a workshop or how would you explain it? Yeah. So it's a course, it's an online guided course and there's just little, all the videos are like pretty short, but they have a whole workbook and the video course and then you kind of go through the process and uh, it's all a a lot of strengths-based stuff and you kind of go through and and then helps you find like career options and helps you kind of build this story for yourself of what you would be good a good fit for and then also what you would really enjoy doing. So it's kind of a meeting in the middle of you being right for the job and the job being right for you, which is really Love cool. It. And then we have another course that we've been building that's a passion project course, which is a really great way as a teen to help to kind of get some experience and build a resume and have a way to showcase like what you're passionate about. And that's a big thing that is kind of happening now with college applications is to be able to showcase your passion projects and stuff. So that's a a, kind of a mini course and that's been a fun thing to do. Same kind of format though. What was your role in, in these courses? So I kind of helped build the back end, and like she had the content and then I kind of put it into place and I did some of the editing for the videos to make them so that they're like as concise as possible and look good. And, and then she's, she's got all the great ideas and I am the doer. <laughs> so you are a computer genius. Can I just say that? Oh, right? thank you. It's I love, incredible. I love the computer stuff. So it's been really fun. And 
just a, a work that we're really passionate about as a group, the three of us, it's been really fun. We, we did a workshop last year with a big group of people and doing that. And then another summer course, I kind of helped to get it towards being able to be to more people. Cause that, that's the biggest limitation is time with one-on-ones. Yeah. It's just really hard. So that's been so, so fulfilling. Fun. I love it. And we're just, I mean, I'm still doing lots of stuff with her and doing this at the same time. So it's been really cool. I love it. Well, I'm, ex- I'm really excited about what you're doing with Heather, Glenn. This is awesome. And I'm really proud of both of you for all the work you've put in. I can't wait to like dive into the content and what you've been up to. So tell us about what you've been up to. We did talk a little bit about what you were doing before we yeah. took our break, but we didn't delve too much into it. So tell us about what you've been up to. Well, yeah, in case people didn't listen to the last two episodes, um, I'll just give a brief. I got divorced, which was super challenging, not fun. Um, and let's see, that was over the summer. And then I bought a house in a, you know, like 15, 20 minutes away from where I lived before and remodeled the house and, you know, lots of changes with that, you know, changing my kid's school, just really every detail was difficult and new to me. It's hard to get used to running a household all by yourself and uh, kids all by yourself. So I'm getting used to that. And then in the middle of it, I just thought it would be really fun to get certified as a strengths coach. Of course. Which it was. It really was fun and something for me, which was super fulfilling and something I just felt really called to do. It was just difficult timing. Um, But I couldn't deny that that's something I felt very prompted to do. And so I'm really glad I did that um, with the company Gallup. And it has been very cool. Like you said, Erica, we both kind of learned about the strengths through Heather and that just, I don't know, it really triggered something in me and I've just wanted more and more and I felt like it was part of my next thing and I love that I took the next step. It was intimidating. I haven't spent a lot of money on myself in a long time, so paying for that certification was a stretch, but I think it was well worth it, even personally, to grow, to help be a better mother, be a better friend, uh, help other people recognize the strengths within them. I personally find so much value in it, um, but I love using it for a career path as well. Uh, what else? I'm dating someone really amazing. That's been a fun new adventure as well. What else am I up to? Let's see. I wanted to add that I've actually been so lucky to be one of your people who've been coached by you. And I have to say that you are like so meant for that, like immediately, like the moment you started speaking. And like, we do this all the time where Mm -hmm. we talk and coach each other through things and really collaborate and stuff. But when it was really focused on me and we sat down as an actual appointment and stuff, it was immediately just this feeling of like, oh my gosh, like she is so the person for this. And this is exactly, you you just are so able to see people for their good things and help them by using the things that are awesome about them and seeing that in them. I just think that that's so powerful and it was so awesome as a friend to see you doing something that just felt like so right. Oh, that is so nice of you to say, but it is really amazing when you feel like 
who you are is aligning with what you're doing. It's like, ah, oh, this magic, it's almost tangible. It just feels so good to ha- help those things come together. And as a mother, sometimes you lose that um, because you're just so focused on motherhood, which is a beautiful thing. But it's also just wonderful to have that alignment within yourself as well to find something that you just are really passionate about. And I love, I love to coach people. It has been such a blessing. Yeah, it's so awesome. And really, that's been a big part of kind of what our plans have been for this next season is to help to bring that knowledge to our listeners, kind of help to help them find those strengths within themselves and just teach a little bit more because you've learned so much in becoming a coach and then also doing coaching. And it's, it's been a big part of our focus for kind of what's going to be next and focused on in this coming season. So. Yeah, that's true. I do feel really strongly that when I'm learning, I'm supposed to teach and help others with. So I'd love to dedicate many episodes to things that I've learned and um, just kind of discovered along the way. And I don't know if people even know what we're talking about. So there's this company called Gallup and they do, you've probably heard of them. They do many, many polls throughout the world, honestly. And they're just really reputable. But uh, years ago, they combined forces with a different company that Don Clifton is the psychologist and he helped develop this test that there's 34 strengths and you take this test and it's online. You end up getting, by answering these multiple choice questions, you end up getting these 34 placed in specific order based on how you answer them, who you are, who your strengths are, just kind of muscle memory what is innate inside of you and they will line those up based on your response and this test honestly it took over 50 years to develop and it is amazing so much research and science went behind this test and its results and I just want to tell you guys how like genuinely real and amazing the results are and how specific they are to you so just so you know, the chance of another person having your same strength. So you're, you get, let's just talk about our top five right now. So having the same five, but in a different order that, as you, finding someone with that is the chances are one in 275,000. I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? Not even in the same order, just someone with right. the same five. But then... Let's talk about how specific, if you wanted to find someone with the same five in the exact same order, what do you think the odds are? Oh, like one in a million? Oh, no, no, no. The odds of finding someone with the top five in the exact same order is one in 33.4 million. That's crazy. (laughs) I know. In the same order. Yeah, that's not even the whole list. (laughs) Yeah, there's 34. So the odds of finding someone with the same 34 in the same order, it just doesn't exist. So that proves to you how specific this is, how special you are. You guys, the way you think is specific only to you for a reason. And I think we all need to claim that and really own it and accept who we are individually and just realizing that God made us the way we are for a reason. And I think that's part of our job is to figure that out. And strengths have been a really good place for Erica and I both to start to, and on this journey to figure out like what our purpose is, what we want, what fulfills us and makes us happy. 
And I think that's why I'm so passionate about it. It's, it really was a game changer for me. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, I can't even tell you guys like how many times we've stayed up to like one in the morning, just continually talking about strengths and how exciting and awesome and needed this is. And that's a huge reason why it's taken such a big part of like our passion and like what Mm -hmm. we've been doing, because it's something that we had wished we had before. Well, and one thing I wanted to say was this test is actually developed for the corporate world. It's for managers and their teams, and that's why it was developed. It, and some of the really neat statistics that they have are people in the workplace that know their strengths and use them every day. They're three times more likely to say that they have an excellent quality of life they are six times more likely to be engaged at work. They're more productive and they're less likely to quit their jobs. So I'm telling you like, this works, this is real in the work environment. This is a way to help your workplace be more productive. But for some reason, when I took this, it was incredibly personal. And it was seriously a a spiritual experience for me. It helped me realize that God has a specific intention for me and in for my life. And he gave me these talents and traits for a reason. And I need to use those to fulfill my purpose here. So that's my hope for everyone is to just have every person realize how uniquely special you are individually. And I think that probably has been my top main motivator. I love to help businesses. I've done a couple of Um, coaching sessions with managers and people who run their own businesses. But for me, it's just like such a personal spiritual experience. Uh, Did you, I want to hear about your experience, Erica. Um, I would love you to share with our listeners, like (laughs) what it was like when you learned your top five and how that really influenced you. (laughs) Well, we were together when we experienced this and luckily I've talked about it enough times that I can probably get through this without crying. Cause it was very <laughs> spiritual experience for me as well, but it was very emotional for me cause it was just like a, a game changer in my personal confidence. And mm-hmm. which is an interesting thing probably to people who know me. Cause I, this was about a year and a half ago probably. And I was experiencing feelings of just like not having a lot of personal confidence in my actual personality. I was feeling like my friends maybe didn't like me for the person who I was, which wasn't necessarily true, but I was just feeling really self-conscious about my personality. And, but I had a lot of confidence in my technical skills and in my, like how I showed up at work, receiving this information was great, but then being helped to be understanding like what it actually meant was like a whole nother level. So like I got the results of the test, but then Heather walked us through kind of what, what they really meant and helped me kind of pick out the parts that meant the most to me. My top five, uh, I can explain them kind of briefly, um, but it, it really like helped me understand that my personality is like what makes me valuable and in the workplace and in friendships. And I hadn't really owned that. I kind of thought that my personality maybe was like a hindrance to my friendships or something like that. But um, so my, my top five, my first one is communication, which is basically like my ability to explain and communicate my ideas to other people. Um, Relator is my second one, which is my 
love for working with people, especially people who I really love, which obviously I've got my best friend, Tani, who we love doing things together. And when I'm able to do things with a team that I really like, it puts me like on a whole nother level. Um, and that's how I build my friendships too, because I really like to be able to help my friends do things. Activator is, I love to start projects. So if somebody says, you know, we should do this, I'm usually already starting it. Like I might be making a spreadsheet as they're talking. Adaptability is like, I can go with the flow. So if somebody says, hey, this isn't going to work, I like can get the next thing going. And then Achiever is all those projects that I start, I cannot help myself but finish them. I just really like to be done with stuff. So that's, those are my top five they're not just technical skills. They're not just computer skills. That's how my brain thinks. That's how I connect with people. And it, this is how I move people. This is how I help other people. This is how I serve. This is how I show up. And I should lean into those things instead of making myself smaller. And so yeah. that was huge for me. And it's been a process. I've learned more and more and seen it more in my life. And I, it's just been a wonderful experience to be able to understand a little bit more about how I think and then just using it for the best things instead of trying to fix the things that are not as natural to me and finding people who can do the things that I'm not as good at. Oh my gosh, yes. And I've watched it firsthand. It's been beautiful. Amazing, really, to watch you just grow in this confidence and understanding of who you are and your abilities. As a coach, I'll just jump in. A lot of people, when they see their results, they want to go to their bottom and be like, okay, what am I bad at? I need to work on these. And that is just the wrong place to spend your energy. So like Erica said, if she's starting to do this project and she's like, ugh, this is not fueling me. It's not giving me like any excitement. I don't feel fulfilled. Why would she spend her energy on that? Her energy and magic are in these top five. So using her gifts for something that's lower on the, that list is never going to help her invest in what's most important to her. And she probably won't be as successful because she's not as happy doing that. So yeah, learning to delegate and just not feeling less than about yourself, but saying, you know what, this isn't where I shine. I'm going to delegate this or drop it off my list. And I'm going to focus on these things that really fulfill me and make me happy. I think understanding that, oh, it just gives you this freedom and to focus on what makes you happy. I love it. So you actually had kind of a reverse experience than I did. Also a very spiritual and enlightening experience. So tell us a little bit about how you felt about it and maybe talk about your top five too. Yeah, totally. I, it's really interesting because we are reverse. I felt really confident in my relationships, but really, really struggled with like my outward gifts. Because I don't know, if you would have said to me before I took the test, Tani, what are you good at? Like, what are your strengths? I honestly could not verbalize it to you. I would have just sat there going like, uh, well, I give a really good haircut. (laughs) Is that a strength? I can do a backflip still. I like... I didn't have a lot of these tangible things. To me, what a strength is, is someone that plays the piano, someone that's really great artist, something that is visual, and my gifts are not. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm, okay, I'm, a, I'm a good friend, and I think people generally like me, but I really struggled with why that makes me good at anything. 
you know. And so getting my results, it was really interesting because I'll explain them first. Um, my number one is a woo, which means winning over others. And at first hearing this, I really didn't like it because to me, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to try to get people to like me. Like I don't, that's not why I engage with people. But the more I learned about woo, it was really interesting. What you can do as a woo is meet people and people instantly feel connected to you and trust you. And you just build rapport very easily. I love, I love meeting new people. If I'm at a party, I'm drawn to the person I've never met. And I just have to, I have to go and meet them. And not because I want to win them over and feel like, oh, good, I got another person in my pocket. Uh, but I just, I want to know everyone. I can't help it. <laughs> she can't. I've been to many parties with her. She just makes a new best friend. I'm like, whoa, where did she go? She just has another new best friend. <laughs> and, I, and I genuinely love, I love them instantly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's we amazing. each other's phone numbers. And so, yeah, that kind of bothered me. But as I got more context about it, it made more sense because of what followed. Because my next one is developer, which means that I really, really love to see the potential and the gifts in others and to help them cultivate them. I love to coach. I like to coach gymnastics. I like to coach strengths or anything that does helps with someone feeling like they're growing. Um, connectedness. I believe everything happens for a reason. And there's just links between everything. It's a really faith-based strength. And I just, I'm really strong in my core beliefs. I can see that a lot in myself. Empathy. I feel like I'm really good at tapping into what other people are feeling, putting myself in their position and finding connection through really just being there for somebody in a, on a deeper level. And then communication. Erica has this as her number one. We both have it, but we use it differently. I kind of see communication as I... I'm very rarely at a loss for words. I feel like I do a job at connecting my thoughts into words and being able to express myself. Anyway, when I get these results, it was just fascinating because I remember saying to Heather, like, for example, with Wu, I'm like, well, that's easy. That's not a gift. Like, anyone can go to a party and meet somebody and no. show it. <laughs> that's not a gift. That's easy. And she's like, Tony, it's easy to you because it's a gift. I'm like, oh. <laughs> wait, what? So she's like, no, not everyone can do that. She's like, most people want to run for the hills instead of doing that. Like The fact that you enjoy it and you like it and you're good at it is a gift. And when I broke each one of these down and realized like, oh my gosh, this really is me. And having Erica there just validating experiences, she's seen me use these. It was huge. It was just like, wait, I have, I have gifts and talents. And finally, being able to have verbiage for them. One thing that I've kind of realized is that people don't necessarily tell you you're good at these things. They just like sense them. And yeah. it's, so there's not really people giving you any validation for what it is that makes you special mm -hmm. with your personality. And so this really helps to like bring out the abstract feelings of what it is that you do and how you think. And it like puts it on paper for you and you can actually like help to recognize it. And it's not so mysterious anymore. Like you can actually exactly. kind of explain yourself and why you are showing up in the way you are. Just shy of two years later, I feel this confidence in myself that I'm like, you know what? 
whatever comes in front of me, I can handle it because of these gifts I've been given. I'm going to use them to overcome whatever roadblock is in front of me. And I just have this confidence I've never experienced before. And one thing that I wasn't expecting that is such a beautiful side effect is how it helped with comparisons. I feel so much better about my relationships and the people around me. I don't compare myself to anyone. I just see beauty and gifts in everyone I meet. I'm just thinking like, oh, I wonder what her top five are instead of saying, oh my gosh, she's so good at that. I'm not. Like, ugh, yeah. I'm so bad at that. That's not something I'm good at. And then I could beat myself up and feel less than. But instead I go, you know what? That is like my 34th and she's so good at it. Instead of looking like down on myself, I just say like, go her. And sometimes like something that Eric is great at and I'm not, I just reach out and outsource to someone else. Like Erica, I could say, hey, babe, I'm not good at this, but I've seen you excel. Would you do this for me and I'll do this for you? Or, and I don't feel not good enough. I just feel like I'd rather spend my time on something I'm good at and that makes me happy. How they show up for you individually makes all the difference. It's really, really interesting that we can have similar strengths, but we use them differently. So anyway, that's my plug for just really understanding how important it is and having someone that is educated to help you um, sort through it and to really claim who you are and work on using those daily. Yeah. And one of my favorite things too about the this specific test is just the positive slant on it. I've taken some other strengths tests that have been part of why I was maybe struggling with my confidence because there's a lot of times kind of a pairing with a negative side. And so if anyone's like, Oh, I hate personality tests. I always feel like it makes me feel uh, about something like there, there really is very, very, very positive things about every single type of strength. There's not anything that goes, oh, well, look out for them, though, because they do this. Like, yeah. it's just a lot of positive verbiage. And that's one thing that I have really loved about this specific test. So, Yeah. And the other day I was on Instagram and I found something that I was like, oh, this so relates to what we're talking about today. And I wanted to discuss it. There's a man named Justin Sua who is actually the head of the mental performance for the Tampa Bay Rays. So he does sports psychology stuff and he really helps athletes become really amazing decision makers on the field through really growing these mental training skills that he helps them with. In his Instagram post, he talks about how to thrive in a changing environment. So back in 1957, there were two men that created this new invention. What they did was they sealed two shower curtains together, and it created tons of little bubbles that were just captured inside. And at first, these two guys tried to sell this invention as wallpaper, but nobody was interested. There were no takers. And then they thought, okay, okay, let's try to sell this as greenhouse installation. This stuff's cool. Someone's going to like it. Again, Nobody wanted it. Nobody thought it was good for greenhouse installation. But then finally, they approached IBM. For some of you youngsters, were the, was the company that supplied a lot of the computers back in the day. These two men pitched to IBM that their invention would be a great way to protect their packaging of computers when they were shipped. And IBM bought it. They loved the idea. And that is actually how bubble wrap was born. 
how they tried to use it at first didn't work and they just found another place to use these drinks and they became incredibly successful. So another product that Justin talked about was something called Kutal. And it was used for nearly 20 years as a wallpaper cleaner for homes that had coal furnaces. Of course, eventually coal furnaces became obsolete. So this could have just ruined the company, but the inventors just rediscovered their product, they repurposed it, and they had this amazing shift in a new idea. And it ended up becoming one of the most iconic children products of all time, which was Play-Doh. That is crazy. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know it was originally a wall cleaner. That's crazy. So cool. So this is how Play-Doh was born. Justin then goes on to talk about how often we get stuck in this concept that's called functional fixedness. It basically means that we only see things for their intended use rather than for their potential use. So we have all of these strengths that sometimes we've tried to use them in specific areas and we failed, so we kind of give up. But they have so much potential in different areas that we don't even know about. That's why it's so important to discover them and work on them and use them because you might just find something that you just excel at, but you had never tried using that strength in that way before. Amen. First of all, you kind of have to start to recognize your strengths, but then to think about how you can use your strengths in a way that you haven't thought about before. Exactly. And that's just a lot of self-evaluation and really just talking even with a friend about it. And what do you see in me? And how can I use this in different situations? But like we said, starting with the strength space is a great place to begin. I kind of want to dive into how I talked about how this was really a spiritual thing for me. And one reason why I believe that was so spiritual is because it helped me discover these gifts inside of me that either I had forgotten I had or I had yet to discover and still, I believe, have many things inside of me that I don't even know about yet. But through this test, I felt like I at least had a starting point. And it made me think of the many gifts that God has given us individually for those specific reasons. And sometimes these talents are referred to as spiritual gifts. I believe every human on the earth came here with spiritual gifts. And this is something that back in October of 2018, Russell M. Nelson, who is the president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, he said, you have special spiritual gifts and propensities. I urge you with all the hope in my heart to pray to understand your spiritual gifts, to cultivate, use, and expand them even more than you ever have. You will change the world as you do so. I love that quote so much. And I do believe that every single person has the ability to change the world and to change that sphere of influence that they are in. I believe that before we even came to this earth, that God foreordained us with these gifts that were necessary to perform our purpose here while we're here on this earth. And I think it's one of our most important tasks for our mortal lives is to do just that, to rediscover these spiritual gifts that are already inside of us, and then to amplify them and find a way to use them for good. My personal experience with this test has been that I realized that my strengths, these 34, my top 10, honestly really correlated with what my spiritual gifts are. And of course they would. That's because that's who God intended me to personally be. God intended you to think the way 
that you personally do, to see the world the way that you uniquely see the world. And that's because you guys, like we said before, one in 33.4 million have the top five in the same order as you because there is literally no one else in the world like you. No one can fulfill the role that you were sent here to perform. And I want you to really discover that within yourself and just find that confidence. This test is a starting point. It's not everything. You get to kind of, you can discover these things by just noticing how you spend your day, noticing how you perform things, noticing how you connect with people. You can start just take, take a notice of like what things make time go by quickly for you. But being able to really like hone in to what it is that really makes you tick is so important and, and shouldn't be ignored. And if you are excited about this idea of learning more in a more concrete way quickly, this test really helps get you a great jump start. That's a really good point, Erica. It doesn't have to be from a test. You can just evaluate yourself. Ask your friends and family, like you said, see what makes time go by so fast when I'm doing it? What makes me happy and fulfilled? Um, just being really aware. I just want you guys to evaluate yourself right now. Like take a step back and look at yourself from a different perspective. What do I have to offer? What am I naturally good at? And I believe that God gives us these spiritual gifts to help us know in what areas we are most qualified to serve. And these gifts are given to us to help others. And I think they're given to us to help fulfill our mission on the earth and to prepare the earth for Christ to come again. So whether you use this information you learn about yourself to help you in a career path, which is really fulfilling and awesome to do, or just to become an incredible future father or mother, or a really amazing friend or a neighbor, just whatever you can do to use that for good, I think that's what matters. Understanding who you are and what you have to offer will absolutely change your entire life. And that was the point of this episode today. But you have to first acknowledge that. It stops playing small. Being humble and being like, oh, I'm not good at that. No, no, no. Someone else should do it. I shouldn't take that role. No, that's not serving anyone. That's not helping you. And that's not helping the people that you could potentially have a really good influence on. That all just brings me back to the word becoming. And the whole point of the podcast is becoming who you are and who you're meant to be. I love that, Erica. It's so true. Thank you for like bringing that back because that is always what I want to be on the forefront of what we do here. It's all about who we are striving to become and the growth that we're trying to develop in ourselves. And that kind of also brings back the next point I want to talk about is what we see for Becoming's future. So we still, which if you haven't listened to the last few episodes, we still have teens in our mind for every episode. We always are going to have a heart for teens. That's just our bread and butter of Becoming. Mm -hmm. But also we have a lot of other listeners and individuals who are learning and growing with us. And so we're just kind of being more inclusive and just being more specific to the individuals as well to kind of include our other listeners as well. So absolutely. So coming up, we did an interview with this incredible psychologist. And then the episode right after that is I had so many thoughts in my head after talking to him because I thought it was just phenomenal. And I didn't want to waste the interviewee's time. So I ended up making a whole episode after (laughs) 
about what I thought and felt. So that's coming up next. And then I am with Erica's help doing a seven part series on how to spiritually surrender. And I'm really excited about it. It has been a really good growing opportunity for me. I'm diving in and learning a lot. It's going to be really awesome. We're excited to be back and we're so grateful for you being here with us and we are excited to work with you in other ways. So we'll put links in the show notes of how to work with Tawny specifically on personal consultations and also the links to the courses that I've been working on if you want to know more about those. And we'll just keep on bringing you guys stuff that we feel is best and we really appreciate your guys' feedback and we just love you for being with us. Absolutely. Have a great week. If you are enjoying this podcast and finding value in it, we want to ask for your help. We don't always want to ask for reviews and ratings, but reviews on the podcast app are what help other teens to find us. We want to spread light and love and create the space for as many of you as we can. If you can take just a moment to give us a rating and a review right now, that would mean the world to us. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time on Becoming. Becoming.